That was the yeah, outro. Was- <laughs> <laughs> I know I hit the wrong one. <laughs> Thanks for sure. Thanks for coming. Thanks. <laughs> we can really burn through these really okay. quick. I'll, I'll be able to edit this off on YouTube, so I'll just hit the um, intro without any. It's so recording gonna, now, so I'm ready to so, hit the intro now. Just do don't do anything. To- don't do anything. I'm just oh, going to hit intro, and we're going to go and right to start it. again? Nope. We're just going to cut it. We can cut it off. Hello, <laughs> and welcome to the Cinemondo Podcast with Kathy, Mark, and Burke, talking about movies, horror, sci-fi, unknown, forgotten, underappreciated, sometimes sitcoms from other countries, <laughs> always <laughs> interesting and always very professional yeah we know how to do this <laughs> we are you want we're to do good a podcast, at this stuff watch us and copy everything we do <laughs> or do we exactly. never make mistakes <laughs> should we should we roll a trailer right now should we get Let's our, roll it. our roll staff members it. To, okay roll roll tape hello jimmy roll jimmy, the tape up. Solicitor, and I'm calling to inform you that you have, in fact, inherited a house. This is it. It's all ours. What did that girl just say? She must be related to you. This is going to make one incredible hotel. <gasps> what will become of us? We could always try haunting. Get out, get out. Hello! <laughs> get out, get out, get out. Me again! Get out, get out. This is all happening so fast. Yes, yes. <laughs> It's a classic haunted house. Nothing to be scared of, is there? <sighs> Ghosts <laughs> on BBC One. Ah, uh, that is a uh, that is a fun show. It's like it's you know, really fun. It's like one yeah. of those sitcoms that's just addictive because it's so goofy and silly. Well, it's you know, it's funny looking at the trailer. I feel like it looks a lot more slapstick and, and goofy than it kind of is because it, yeah. it actually has a really emotional core to it. Yeah. And it has that really well-produced sort of British feel that's that feels very lived in and musty. And, and it's not like super goofy falling down like the trailer makes it look. So yeah. you know. it's, it's got some real touching and sweet moments. It's a show that's uh, had two seasons on BBC, just six episodes each. So you can burn through these, you know, they're a half hour each. Season three and- is in the works. Season, we're very excited about, yeah. and it's um the most a lot of the most of the ghosts actually all the ghosts are played by this comedy troupe, uh called Horrible Hi- from a show called Horrible Histories, which was a children's mm-hmm. BBC show that ran for years, and so they had these very successful children's shows, and they decided to do something a little bit more adult, but it still has that sweet natured feel to it. Right. Yeah. And uh, it's just, it's a wonderful show. And um, it stars Charlotte Ritchie, who was on uh, Call the Midwife, which was a very long running show on BBC. And she's married, uh, she's the the young wife, married to Kill Bino, who is the uh, husband. And they buy this, or they are, she inherits this old mansion out in the English countryside. And you can see that from the trailer. And they go then, and obviously it is haunted by these wonderfully silly ghosts. And she she has an accident that's caused by a ghost, which actually bonks her in the head in in a way that gives her the ability to see and hear these ghosts. And her husband can't see them. So she (laughs) thinks she's crazy and is kind of hoping that this kind of goes away. Mm -hmm. But she starts realizing, okay, this is real. This is actually (laughs) happening. And another little interesting thing I liked about, too, is a few of the episodes, not for all the ghosts, go into how the person died. 
Yeah. Right. So you get right. to see they like find the all their stories. I think it was so interesting. I I really and some of it was really like tragic. Like yeah. you're watching it, and while it's sort of funny, you're also kind of like that's really sad. I know, <laughs> especially yeah. the Boy Scout leader. Yeah. Yeah. His name is his name is Pat. He's this very likable, sweet guy who uh, has an arrow through his uh, neck yeah. because you know he was at he, he brought his scout you know his troop to this uh, to the, do archery at at this home and you know one of the uh, the kids you know just shot an arrow right through his neck and there's a scene of him sort of walking around going don't get don't get alarmed don't get worried. I'll take care of this, but he's obviously <laughs> not doing well. Yeah. And so he gets into this bus. And so he, and it was not interesting how some of these, you know, like the, they, they're stuck there. Yeah. The very first scene in the very first episode is there is an old woman dying and she dies and she immediately goes somewhere else. And they're all and kind of rooting for it. She's going to stay. She can go. She's going to stay. She's going to go. And then they're like, Oh, she <laughs> the mythology of it is that sometimes you, you move on. Or as one, as the characters put it, you get sucked off. I know they kept saying, "You get sucked off." No, it's not. what did she call it? Moved on. She's like, I no, you moved on. One day I'll get sucked off. <laughs> on. And, but they're talking about being pulled up into, I guess, heaven or whatever. Yeah. And right. sometimes that happens. And there was there was one. I mean, there's there's so many um, misdirection gags mm -hmm. in this where where you know the the light appears and and uh, somebody's like oh, i'm being i'm being pulled into the light and they and then it turns out to you know it's it's not it's a lot of <laughs> headlights from a car or something yeah right 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 yeah. right but it, it's you really know, clever and very heartwarming i i you know when we first started it i was like there's a caveman ghost this is gonna right. be like way too silly and then i ended up being my favorite character yeah and you really i, I like love the, caveman. the whole there was that great moment of like, he's the only one that was there before the house really. Yeah. And it was, it's really like a, a kind of nice moment where he's been the one constant through the whole haunting and they and never the, really his, explain why. And the things that, well, he's probably just killed by a bear right there on that spot or something. I mean, why but, that spot seems to have hauntings, you know, they yeah. don't really explain like why that right. specifically on that property. You are little, in a way it's kind of like comedic bly manner in a way. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's like, you know, he things every once in a while, like he says, you know, I've seen many houses on this, on, in this place, like, like, wow. So there was other houses and then torn down and built. And this one's just one of many. And right. Probably see other houses there. Mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> There's a sweet moment where everybody's paying attention to something TV or whatever. And he's just looking up at the moon Yeah, and he's calling it Muna, yeah. the Muna. And it's because that has the one constant that has been there so just, just as long as him, you know, yeah. and I love that. The only thing very... that connects him to his time. Right. And also one of the ghosts is someone who was beheaded. And so he's constantly, the head is usually left somewhere and the body's wandering around trying to find it. But of course the body can't hear him because right. it has no ears. And so he's always been sort of left and all he basically sees are people's feet most of the time. And he ends up being the same actor who plays Robin, the caveman. So right. it's, like, it's a very talented group of people. I, I was really blown away by this show, really. And the ca the guy who plays the captain, Ben Wilbon, is he's very sweet. You know, first, he's sort of like this military. He's this military guy. He's from World War II, and then you get his backstory. His backstory is very sweet too, in a very sort of yeah. surprising, different way. Yeah. So, and I thought Kitty was just very sweet. I always liked yeah. her. She was yeah. always so like the, the happiest yeah. person ever. You know, the happiest, <laughs> she was so cute. But her story, yeah. I think, may have some darkness to it coming yeah. up because oh yes you know, first of all she's dead 
And she right. keeps dropping these little hints like nobody liked her. Like she yeah. was playing hide and seek. She's like, oh, I love playing hide and seek. And I no was so good. No one ever me. me. <laughs> and you're like, oh, that means nobody was looking nobody for you. Was looking. you know? And <laughs> she was probably from the Victorian era. Or I'm guessing. I'm not sure when she was from. Like if she was older than. Uh, it's hard to gauge. When, like was she from the 18th century, 17th century. Hard to figure out. Um, yeah, but I, kept thinking, I kept thinking it was going to be a. They were going to sort of drop a little fact on you and you were going to find out that kitty yeah. actually died you know in 1982 at a at a, a costume ball or something you know like oh, a costume yeah, party and I, I was i thought that would have been kind of a funny gag where yeah. she's all looks victorian or whatever but she's like no i died in 1989 <laughs> you know yeah, yeah yeah um and i also like uh Simon Farnaby, who who plays Julian, who is sort of like the rich guy from the '90s, who is walking around without any pants. Right. But what's really kind of a nice little subtext is these ghosts don't really know how to haunt because right. nobody can really move anything. But he has the ability if he really, really tries, <laughs> you know, really focuses on his you know, index finger, he really hard. He can move a little something or he can press a keyboard, you know, or he can do something. And I thought that was really funny. Like, it was just like, he can actually do yeah, something that, but that could cause, you know, could cause problems or whatever. So yeah, it's very smart. It's like yeah. here, they, they thought of every single thing about, uh, you know, uh, ghosts, what they can and can't do to people who are living there. And, and it's very smart. How, like there was the one episode that I thought was really one of the better episodes was when there's some burglars that break in and the the woman, the, the wife who can see the ghosts is not at home. And the husband who cannot see the ghosts is, is, you know, upstairs sleeping and the burglars think the house is empty. They break in yeah. and the ghosts are like, we have to figure out some way to tell him that there's burglars in the house. We have to alert him. And so they all yeah. are trying to think, what can we do? What can we do? And they, I love this, this joke. This is a bit of a, a spoiler. I, I don't want to spoil it though. Don't spoil it. But it was like <laughs> the funniest resolution of that. Really like how to, how to use Morse code to, to alert him. And it's just yeah. like so stupid. <laughs> well, it was really fun because I also felt like I saw some really unique, um, Unique ways they showed hauntings and how they use the hauntings. Um, they had the gag we saw in the trailer where the ghost goes through the door and the woman hits the door and can't go yeah. through it. But there's a lot of really original like stuff I wouldn't have even thought of. Some really clever ways to show hauntings and how they they affect yeah. the people around them without knowing it. Yeah. And there was even the great, uh, there's like these ghosts that just stay in the basement. I guess yeah. they all died of the plague or something. And they had the plague. I and mean, they're all the same actors, which I didn't even realize at first because they're all like diseased and ratty looking, but they're all like, why don't you guys come upstairs? No, we're okay. We'll just, <laughs> so clever. So yeah, yeah there's lots the, of really fun stuff in this. There's, there's a cat. Archaeologists system. dig them up, dig up the skeletons yeah. in the basement that ghosts are standing around watching and they're like, oh, there's you. <laughs> <laughs> And there's a cast of some of the upstairs ghosts don't want anything to do with the plague ghosts. Yeah. You know, like you go yeah. back downstairs. Yeah. So there's just so much. And I, I, my personal favorite from the first two seasons was the, uh, the backstory of Thomas, who was sort of this, uh, the, 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 the bad poet who is deeply and, in and love with, with yeah. uh, deeply in love yeah. with Allison. And he's just has this unrequited love and you go back to his story yeah. and it's really, it's sort of like this, you know, a classic sort of like, you know, the, the, the narration changes and yeah. it's just like really kind of thing. Yeah. So, 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 yeah. Rashomon. And it was just really good. And also yeah. like 
quite touching. And yeah. at the end, it didn't get too touching. It sort of turned itself and you know sort of made fun of him. But it was just a really excellently written and performed episode, like all of them are. It's a good yeah. show. Well, like any good haunting, there's still that heartbreak in the center of it, which is part of the reason why. And they don't really shy away from it too much. It still has a little element, a little core of like hauntings are sad, even though it's a, a comedy. So right. highly recommend this. And it's very smart, you, uh, smartly written. And like in that scene, the Rashomon episode where you go back and when the caveman tells it, it's so funny because the characters in this, you know, Byron era, you know, of poetry. Mm -hmm. The, the characters suddenly, because it's the caveman's memory, the guy is introducing the poet and he goes, now have poet man come. <laughs> yeah. And then he comes and he starts reading the poetry and it's like, pretty, pretty lady. You know, it's like this really caveman poetry. It's really bad. And yeah. no one really likes it. Like he's talking about everyone was so enraptured with my two yeah. hour poem. You're like, oh. No, it they turns weren't. out he was just, you know, oh, it's just sad. a tragic story so much when betrayal. you find out the truth. Yeah, just oh. it was really smart. I really, really liked it. And the other thing, every ghost there, there's about I think like eight ghosts or seven ghosts. They're all very, very much. The characters are so well drawn and yeah. well written that you know exactly how they're going to react in each scene, which is really sweet. Like Katie Wicks, who plays Mary, who is the one that's always it was burned. You know, was a witch who was yeah. burned at the stake. She's always. Sometimes people can smell like something's burning, you know, yeah. so there's a little tell, but she you has this high pitched voice. Yeah. You walk through her. Yeah. So, and she had an interesting character. I thought she was just weird and different and odd. And yeah. uh, so I, and, um, there was, was Lady Fanny who was sort of like the, the owner of the home. And she was sort of the, the prim and proper one upstanding. Right. And she had some interesting lines too. The first episode, she just keeps falling, you know, to her right. death. <laughs> so, it, They're I, compelled to kind of relive their death in some way. And that's like her, it's almost like she goes into a trance and she has to relive it. And it's sort of like you get the impression that the mythology of it is that you do that until you figure it out, until you right. figure out why, you know. And then maybe you can move on. And I have a feeling in maybe future episodes, some of the characters might move on and we might get some other characters added. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. and, and Charlotte Ritchie, again, who plays Allison, she's just a great comic actor. I think she's really sweet and funny. And she has just yeah. is really good with sort of expressions and surprises to see, you know. So she really, I think, carries it as far as, yeah. you know, sort of the real person. I like them both. But is it just me or do or does she really remind you guys of Margot Kidder? Oh my God. Very I'm, much. Yeah. Oh my gosh. She looks yeah. just like her, you know. Yeah. She does. It was amazing. Which is a good thing. So it's a yeah. great show. It's buried on, it's on HBO Max, but they don't really prom promote it. I just found out through a friend. And so uh, that's how I watched it. But that's on HBO Max and uh, two seasons, 12 episodes. And uh, hopefully they're filming a third, a third season, as Kathy said. So it'll, you know, eventually come back because there's a lot of stories to mind. Look, just we can just have a little scene here um, where they have the, the ghosts um, doing their little morning routine. Yeah, um, but it's like it's because she eventually learns to like the ghosts, um, and because and they create these little because the ghosts can actually 
affect anything like turn on music or read a book. They've set up books so they can all read the book. Yeah. Um, and you can read a page at a time, and then every morning it looks like she probably turned the page so the ghost can sit and, and read the book. It was actually very, right. very sweet. Right. <laughs> well, one thing I wanted to talk about, too, is just the production values of the mm-hmm. show. It's it's beautifully shot and beautifully edited everything. The music is great, and all the... Just the the um, the production value is really nice, but it's kind of got an old school vibe to it, mm-hmm. as as far as the way the the special effects are done. I I they may use computer generated effects, but to me it has a real analog feel to it, which is kind of yeah, nice. Uh, and I think a lot of um, a lot of uh, British shows still have a, an analog feel to it, and and they you know in, mm-hmm. in addition to being written for grown ups. Yeah. Um. But the the analog feel in things that sort of give it a a comfortable feeling. I don't know, like a a tangible feeling. One thing in particular is the headless ghost. His head, the, the talking <laughs> head that's on the floor. I think yeah. the the cutoff part is is computer augmented. You know, but mm-hmm. it's a real actor. You get the idea mm-hmm. that he's really laying there. And 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 but the body. I love how the body is done. You can tell that it's maybe a shorter person and that yeah. there's these sort of fake hands. The hands are tiny. Yeah. To me, you know what it reminds me? It's so Monty Python, you know? Yes. It's, and it's great. It's like, it's a, it's a special effect that was walking around on the st- on the set when the actors mm. were there. And it's yeah. like... And they they do not overdo uh, the effects at all. Right. So like so, there's a lot of scenes where the ghosts are in with the actors, and you know they just walk around, like sort of walk. They don't. They very rarely walk through the ghosts. They sort of walk around them, where the ghosts move away and all that kind of stuff. So you don't have a lot of that sort of taking your mind off of what they're talking about. They're not transparent, mm-hmm. and they don't glow. Yeah. And right. They, and they they sometimes will do these scenes where they'll just do a hard cut between. That was gonna her, say that was my favorite gag. Yeah. It's like between, you know, she's standing there with the eight ghosts around her. And then there's a hard cut when the husband talks and he just sees her standing there. And it's you really it really sells the idea that, you know, they're there. They're yeah. all standing there. Right. Yeah, there's lots of them. scenes of, of like, she's crowded in a hallway. Yeah. There's people everywhere. And then they'll do that quick cut of someone else's perspective. And it's just empty with one person yeah. standing there. It's really smart, really well done because the ghosts are very noisy and disruptive. And they're always talking to her and wanting things. And, and then, you know, no one understands like the turmoil that she's going through this whole time. <laughs> And just and the, the boredom that the ghosts go through too. There, that's portrayed really fun in a funny way too. The, yeah. How just boring it is to be a ghost. Well, they they got like they started watching. I think the first season of Friends or something. Yeah, right? they were they so that. excited and they were so in love with Rachel and they were, you know like they the just got into guy. it. Yeah, he's yeah. like, <laughs> he's like I'm <laughs> it's so cute. Rachel, Lady Rachel, so good. And, and the husband also is great because he's sort of like he, he can't say this great man. He has yeah. to play the statement, but he's sort of like befuddled, but also sort of begrudgingly knowing what's going on. So it's just really, it's just a really well-written show. And, and like gets through both his of- disbelief. One of the things with ghost stories and things, you know, of a supernatural nature is that I think we've seen so many of them that we expect certain things to happen. Like there to be this long protracted um, scenes after scene after scene of people saying you're crazy that couldn't possibly be true I don't yeah, believe right. that that's insane <laughs> or I, this can't be happening this must be a dream all those tropes but this one got through it pretty quick it's like 
-hmm. you know, we've seen that before. We know that people don't believe in ghosts. So we had a little, a few moments where the husband doesn't believe in the ghost, but then she quickly sort of proved it to him. (laughs) And then he was like, okay, I believe it, you know? And (laughs) so you don't have to go through that, you know, the disbelief or you're crazy or I'm taking you to the doctor or you, you know, it's, it kind of bypassed that stuff that we've seen a million times. And now it's, you've got all these other ways of telling the story where he can't see them, but he believes in them and she can see them and she knows that she's crazy to everyone in the world, but her husband. Well, it's interesting too, because they, they kind of imply and they never really pursued it in a heavy way is that she can actually see ghosts outside of the house property. Also seen other ghosts. Some great apartments. Yes. Really good gags on that, but they didn't really pursue that too much because really, I mean, if that was really happening, I mean, there could be some incredible stories and things you could do, but yeah, maybe that'll be season three. <laughs> maybe so. Because everywhere. I mean, well, yeah, I know where you go. It doesn't have a ghost. Like they were trying to first find a new place to live because the ghosts were so disruptive. Yeah. Then she goes to that house and go, no, no, turn around. Cause she saw yeah. something in the window or when she, I love that when she goes to the hospital and she's talking to the doctor, <laughs> that was so right. <laughs> that right. He just sort of dissolves in the wall. <laughs> Yeah. And the real so, doctor comes in, the live doctor. <laughs> it right. was very so, fun. It's really, really sweet and uh, really well done, and uh, highly recommended too. For something different from us, for, from us is like we usually don't go into comedy or especially kind of a sitcom, but this is such a well done one and well produced that it's really worth us, uh, you know, seeking out and watching. If you want something on the lighter side, for sure. Yeah, I, I love like stuff that you... has to do with ghosts. You know, I mean this this is a bit like Beetlejuice in a way. And it's a bit of a Tim Burton-y kind of vibe to it in some ways, but I think a little bit more depth and, and uh, it's, it's, it is genre, you know, because what I love is the, is when you have supernatural tropes in the thing, there's rules. And I love, I love when they stay, you know, like with vampire movies, you know, you've got the rules, wooden stakes and crosses and whatever ghost stories have these rules and I, and I love the way the clever ways to work around those rules like how do they communicate how do they affect change in the living world how do they haunt how does it work how do they move on why are they ghosts why haven't they moved on you know it's it's got all those things in it and it's fun they're revealed little by little as you watch as you can keep watching it and you and not everything is revealed yet so no and There's I do think if you like stuff like Haunting of Hill House or The Haunting of Bly Manor, I really feel like this was like the comedy version of Bly Manor. Yeah. Because the house looked the same almost. Right. You go in and these ghosts are all around you and only a few people notice that they're even there. And there's lots of cool tricks about the reality of who's a ghost and who isn't and all these other little tricks. And I feel like even if you just like scary movies and ghosts, I think you'll still really like this comedy version because it's not a cheap, you know, pratfall kind of comedy. It's right. actually a really, it's like, Bly Manor with humor like it's well produced it has its humor it has its heartbreak but and it's really really well acted so uh, I I recommend it even to people who don't think they're going to like a comedy yeah it's really good I agree and it does yeah. have some of the slapstick stuff in there too mm-hmm. it does have those really noisy stage play moments where you know 20 people are shouting at each other at the same time mm-hmm. and and it's got you know there's a there's a wet there's one with a wedding and everything's you know collapsing and falling you know and it's just yeah. like it's very sometimes it goes into slapstick a little bit, but it's nicely done. 
Yeah. Yeah. And the ghosts actually help them out in certain situations. So that's kind of nice. Like they really want to help. They don't like them at first, but then they, they say, please, I hope they don't, they don't, I hope they don't go because we really need them and like them. So that's just a sweet show. I don't want them to go. The show has a heart. It definitely has a big heart. I was kind of amazed. They didn't have a moment where one of the ghosts got sucked off. Right. <laughs> as they say because i felt like it was sort of priming you for that that like there were a few stories i felt like they resolved like you know someone's death they found out why the person died and all the clues are there they find you know whatever and then that person you feel like the next moment they should disappear and because now yeah. they're mystery solved but they didn't really go there and so it makes you wonder if there's some other reason why they're being held at the house so I'm interested in finding out what that might be about even though i don't want to see any of the actors leave so i hope yeah. they never do that <laughs> Well, I think they're a comedy troupe, so just they want to stay there. But I know there's a one episode with Pat. You go, oh, he's oh, he's probably going to go, but mm-hmm. he yeah. doesn't. So well, when you find out that you're the people that you left behind in the living world are happy and everything is good, that there was a a moment where he, you know, where he finds out that his wife and his friends and his his son, you know, and mm-hmm. and he, it's almost like that. It's very kind of bittersweet. It's very mm-hmm. sad, and it, you yeah. know, he just has to. He can't communicate with them, but he can yeah. look at them, and it, and it really gives you that that feeling of like when you do um, visit a place that has a significance to someone who's not alive anymore, and you mm-hmm. kind of feel the presence. You know, people say they feel the presence. Yeah, it's it's like okay, that's why because they're th- they're actually there and they're <laughs> looking at you and and seeing if you're okay and making sure that everything's okay back there. You know, in the mm-hmm. real in the yeah. living world. Yeah. yeah, it was sweet. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Much, I mean, there's like some little tear moments yeah. in, the, in the show, along with the you know the crazy, you know, running running through doors and yeah, mostly <laughs> that down. though, mostly comedy. Yeah, <laughs> mostly comedy. It's uplifting, mostly yes, for sure. And very, very smart comedy. Yeah, yeah. that's it's why I was glad. Great. Like when I was done, I'm like, oh man, only two seasons. So immediately I'm looking. Oh please let this is there be season three, and there is. Yeah. So yeah, they're so just check, working around the COVID. It's well, yes, it's well worth seeking out. Uh, and uh, it's, it's called ghosts. It's a BBC show and, uh, well worth, well worth your time. Yep. You can burn through it too. Like in a couple of nights, it's that good. So, and make sure that you go and check out our YouTube channel. And if you are watching this right now on the YouTube channel, good for you. Smart. And also yeah. like, and comment. Cause we love talking to people on our YouTube channel. So yeah, we'll definitely do that. Like, uh, <laughs> Like us, comment, <laughs> subscribe, subscribe. Oh, good things. <laughs> we really appreciate when you do that. So please, yeah, yeah look, watch the banner. Kathy is great. I'll do it. There you go. Please, no, no, it's Jerry. Oh no, there's like chaos in the banners. They're all fighting for it now. We need to talk to our guy in the control room who's doing all the trailer stuff. That he needs to be doing that. <laughs> Jerry, Jimmy, whatever your name is. <laughs> Is it Jerry? Maybe that's why he doesn't respond to me. I'm calling him the wrong name. His name is Biff. You guys, Sorry, you guys Biff. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, thanks very much for watching and listening to our uh, review of Ghosts. And check it out. It's really worth doing it. Is it? It's really worth doing it. <laughs> it's really worth doing it, man. What?